RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. Without doubt, the pandemic we're facing is disrupting much of what we do, where we go and how we travel. The impact on the economy will be huge, which has led to the federal government announcing a range of initiatives for businesses who are on the front line of this unprecedented crisis. To help understand the effect the coronavirus is having on the global economy is Simon Farmer, Managing Director of Walsh's Financial Planning. He's joined by partner Hugh Walsh, who details the federal government's cash flow assistance for businesses and other packages to assist medical practices. First, what's been the economic impact of the coronavirus to date? Simon Farmer explains to Chris Ashmore. A devastating impact. This started as a supply side issue, impacting the supply chain within China within a matter of weeks. It's morphed into both a demand and supply side. I would suggest that it is an 80 to 90% chance of recession in Australia, uh, certainly in Europe. We don't even need to mention Italy, we know what's going to happen there. Containing the world's largest economy, America, and what occurs there is now the real game, I think. So this is going to have, as has had, a very devastating impact on economies worldwide and will continue to do so. The hard part in quantifying that is determining the rate of spread. If that can be slowed, we can start to quantify how we get out of this. Right now, we just don't quite know how long. That's the challenge. Well, on an individual level, Simon, how do you think this might impact our listeners and their own personal finances? Private practice surgeons will be impacted the most. You're seeing electives being cancelled now. So forward-looking cash flow is going to be particularly important. Look, our client base being medical professionals and high-income earners do have the opportunity to, I hate to say it, profit from this in due course with acquisition of assets at lower levels. But consideration at the outset needs to be given to what potential reduction in income might occur for private practice surgeons. Those employed in the public space will be quite busy. I believe private practice will bounce back quite strongly. But when that occurs is a little difficult to say. Any suggestions what they should do? Yes. Get your capital ready. There are significant buying opportunities within the stock market and the property market will follow. So things that our clients should be doing, if you already have an investment savings plans, give consideration to increasing your contributions. Your concessional contributions to superannuation, rather than leaving that right to the last minute, you might consider putting that in now and seeking the buying opportunities that are presented within the stock market. One thing that I think that doctors should be doing in terms of understanding what capital they have available to potentially acquire property or acquire stocks at this level is getting your debt facilities ready, i.e. how much equity do I have available in my property. This would be a good opportunity to make contact with your bank and determining that level. The stock market is down north of 30% as we sit here today, literally as I'm recording it. At the open, we're down 6%, down to 4,400. These are incredibly low levels. The market, I think, will go below 40% negative. That's an obvious buying opportunity for people that have a capital and strong cash flow, albeit it might be interrupted over the next three to six months. 
but a surgeon's going to get back to normal and go back to their previous income. I would suggest understand what capital you have at your disposal now and you would be talking to your advisors to determine how you might seek to deploy that. I understand your clients are senior medical professionals. Is that right, Simon? Yeah, we have many senior medical professionals and many registrars as well. And how are they faring? Are they confused? What are they telling you or asking you? There's a lot of interest in buying into the market. That's certainly something that's pretty obvious. Many are concerned around electives being cancelled and what will happen to private practice income. There's no doubt about that. We're commencing the planning around that. So I would suggest they're the two dominant themes around surgeons. Uh, Many of our other clients in other specialties such as ED and so forth are absolutely run off their feet. So they're seeking their advisors to take control of this for them and guide them. So our view has been basically what I've just told you then, to get ready. We believe that these unfortunately are tragic but opportunities to be advancing your asset position and you're going to have to have your ducks in a row if you seek to take advantage of that. Obviously, we can price stock markets to the minute. That will be very volatile. Uh, It will go up and down, I think, in the weeks to come. The level of stimulus that's been thrown at this is, quite frankly, staggering. Central banks have sought to put a backstop behind commercial banks so that they can continue to lend. I believe they have done that. Out the other side of this will be even lower interest rates than what we've got now, even lower, and an enormous wall of money, an enormous wall of liquidity. Most people aren't thinking about that right now, but that, that's a fact. That's what uh, has been put in place and what will occur at the other side of this. Um, so it'll be a different world, and the, the ability for markets to go on a run at the other side of this will be there, but it's difficult one to quantify whether this ends up looking like a U-shaped recovery, a V-shaped recovery, or a W-shaped recovery. We don't know that at this point in time because we don't know that rate of contagion and when that will stop. Property markets, I think, will depend on the city. I'd be very concerned about falls in Sydney and Melbourne. Unemployment will go up to a minimum of 6%, but whether it goes up to 6 7 or 8%, in a traditional recession, you'd probably expect it to go between 8 and 11%. I'm not 100% sure that will occur in this instance. The mobility of the workforce is greater than it's ever been, allowing people to work remotely. So that sort of leads my view to being it's uh, somewhere between 6 and 8%. Unemployment is where we end up with lower interest rates, of course. What we're going to find soon, and we're not quite there yet, is there'll be a, there's already been a bit of a reduction in listings to accompany a reduction in potential buyers out there. That's pretty obvious. And that should sort of stabilise prices. But it's once the pressure kicks in and you're starting to see people on higher incomes lose their jobs. And we're starting to see more property being for sales. That's when uh, we potentially see larger falls in property markets. However, I see that being most acute in Sydney and Melbourne. I think Brisbane, you get a bit of a fall, but it's potentially a bit like the 2018 market breather. It was down about 1% to 3%, depending on who you talk to. I think it might be a bit similar to that in Brisbane this time, but I think the opportunities are going to present themselves 
much better than what they were over the last 12 months. So again, I just reinforced my earlier point. This is the time to understand what capital you have available to potentially deploy. Mm. Well, if I can turn to Hugh Walsh. Hugh, what can you tell me about the government's initiative and what are the implications of the federal government's coronavirus stimulus package for doctors and their practices? There's no doubt the economy is in for a rough ride and the governments at all levels have been issuing stimulus packages with the most recent one coming out on the 22nd of March by Scott Morrison. They've been really proactive in targeting small business. They see that as a key area to help people and keep them in jobs. So I just want to cover off on a few of the key ones that are really, really important. So boosting cash flow for employers. This is a huge one. So up to a $100,000 tax-free payment to small to medium-sized businesses, that includes medical practices, with an aggregated annual turnover of less than $50 million. And so you need to be employing people already to get access to this. These are eligible for practices and they'll receive a payment or a credit via their BAS statements, whether it's a March one or if it's monthly over the next few months. Some additional points to note is that these payments will be credited by the ATO and they'll only be available for active employers. A second one, a really, really important one, is an instant asset write-off. So currently or previously, you're able to go out and purchase an asset or a depreciating asset, and if it costs less than $30,000, you got an immediate tax write-off. So now, between now and 30 June, the government has increased that threshold to $150,000. So for those businesses that have access to cash, this is a really good opportunity to go out and get the benefit of this. Now, just to be clear, this is bringing forward the tax deduction into this year. You don't get the full amount as a tax deduction, you only get it at your tax rate. And from the 1st of July, it will actually drop all the way back to $1,000. So that window opportunity, let's say again, for those businesses that have cash, is now. There's various ATO relief measures as well. So obviously a lot of businesses are going to struggle paying their tax bills over the coming months. And so there's quite a few things that have been outlined. The first one is deferring up to four months the payment of tax amounts due through the BAS. These include PAYG instalments, income tax assessments, and FPT assessments. Allowing affected businesses to opt in to a monthly GST reporting to get an earlier access to their GST credits and also their PAYG withholding credits. Allowing affected businesses to vary their PAYG instalments to nil for the March quarter 2020 and also going back to the September and December quarter and varying those to nil. A remittance of all interest and penalties incurred by affected businesses from the 23rd of January 2020. And finally, allowing affected businesses to enter into low interest rate payment plans for existing employees. Now I must stress, the ATO assistance is not automatic. Taxpayers must first get in contact with the ATO to request this assistance, and if eligible, the ATO will tailor their assistance package for relevant taxpayers. So for those medical practices that are listening, the first thing they should be doing is contacting their accountant straight away if they feel like they need assistance. What kinds of businesses are eligible, Hugh? Will doctors and surgeons be among those eligible for the payments of up to $100,000? It's an interesting question because there's still a bit of debate of whether sole traders are going to be eligible for a lot of these stimulus packages. But if I look at the actual medical practices themselves, if you can think of a practice that have, might have multiple surgeons in that practice, the practice itself will be eligible for all of these concessions. And we're still waiting for legislation to be passed with the government due to sit to decide on how it will affect sole traders.
Well, Hugh, do you have any examples of how the initiative can help, say, a medical clinic or a surgeon's practice? I'll give two examples. The first one in relation to the PAYG withholding. So in this example, if John owns and runs a medical practice and employs 10 people on an average full-time weekly earnings who earn $90,000 per year, in the months of March, April and June for the 2019-2020 income year, John reports a withholding of approximately $15,000 for his employees on each of the basses. Under the government's changes, John will receive a full 100% credit on all PAYG withholding payments from March to 30 June, and then there will be an additional refund or credit all the way up to the 31st of October 2020, up to a maximum cap of $100,000. The second example is in relation to the instant asset write-off increase. So in this example, on the 1st of May 2020, Catherine brought lasers and other medical equipment for $140,000 exclusive of GST for use in her practice. Under the new $150,000 instant asset write-off, Catherine could claim an immediate deduction of $140,000 for the purchase of the medical equipment in the 2019-2020 income year. This will have the impact of improving Catherine's cash flow and will help her business withstand and recover from the economic downturn. Please note the deduction for the instant asset write-off is allowable whether Catherine has paid cash or financed the purchase of the medical equipment. What other measures has the government made that would help medical clinics or individual surgeons? There's plenty of uh, state-based measures that have been rolled out. So it's worthwhile touching base with your accountant. Certainly payroll tax is the one big one across all states that's been looked at in order to, to limit the burden of that. What are Australian banks doing to support small businesses? The banks came out and agreed that they'll step up their commitment to supporting all businesses that are affected by COVID-19. So small businesses will get a six-month break from making your payments on their loans under a coronavirus relief package announced by the banks. But interest will continue to mount during the payment holiday, adding to the amount that eventually will be due. So just be mindful of that. At the moment, there is no relief for home mortgage customers available, but this is soon to be looked at by the banks this week. I suppose an important question is, what's the first step for surgeons who want to take advantage of the government's cash allowances and payments, and where do they go to apply? I think for those surgeons and practices out there, they need to be getting in contact with their accountants. We're certainly getting on the phone and calling all of our clients this week to make sure we do that. So reach out to your accountant and get the clear advice that's specific to yourself. As I said before, a lot of these measures, you need to contact the ATO directly to make sure you are one of those affected businesses. So you need to go through the process, jump through the hoops, and get your accountant to do that for you. Well, certainly in unprecedented times, uh, any final thoughts or recommendations you'd like to share? Yes, for those seeking to invest in these times, don't do it without seeking advice. You need to properly understand how long this might drag on for. Don't overcommit yourself. Be mindful of your cash flow commitments to your practice and also to your family and sit down and go through that with a professional. Understand what it is you're buying and the solvency risk of any of those companies that you're going to purchase if you're buying direct shares. That would be my advice. And just on my advice, as I said before, cash is going to be king over the next six months. So preserving cash, talking with your accountant and advisor on how you can enter into some of these payment plans with the ATO, get access to this 
refund of PAYG withholding is going to be really, really important. I can't stress that enough. Hugh Walsh and Simon Farmer, Walsh's. As this general advice has been prepared without taking account of your objectives, financial situation or needs, you should consider the appropriateness of this advice before acting on it. If this general advice relates to acquiring a financial product, you should obtain a product disclosure statement before deciding to acquire the product. RAC's Post-Op Podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. You can reach the Bongiorno National Network on plus 613 9863 3111.